Yo, 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 mic check. One, two, three, baby. Big Jail is in the building. Ha <laughs> ha. Welcome to the Shift the Core podcast, baby. Yeah. I feel really, really excited today. Like, really, 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 really excited because um, I got my new setup today, man. We are definitely recording on the top, on the tools. You know how we be doing this. The new studio at uh, the Honeycomb Hideout is up and running, and I am completely and utterly just blessed to be able to have equipment to bring you guys better quality sound, better quality everything, you know? I just I just feel really great about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, and I want to thank you guys for all the love and support, because if it wasn't for your love and your support and, 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 and your kind words and your motivation, then I wouldn't have been able to make it do what it do, so I really want to thank everybody for everything. But um, today on the Shift the Core podcast... I want to talk about something that's really going crazy today, man. And a uh, shout out to my Shift the Core family. You know, Lumps, uh, Macbo, Eric Hills, Dino Ray. Um, whoo, who else is in the building? SLD Brown, Cobra B. You know, all my friends and family. Kimberly Ann, man, in the building. You know, like, I got a lot of friends that are, you know, six degrees of separation of Big J Ellis. But everybody that has been involved has really been helping me and giving me the support and the love and everything. And I really wanted to say that... I appreciate y'all. Well, I'm done with that right now. I'm done with that. Right now, what we're going to talk about is is this damn coronavirus. You know what I mean? There's a lot of crazy stuff going on with this coronavirus. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. You know, one of my Shift the Core family members had me really, really psyched out about it. You know, like, oh, man, I'm going to quarantine myself and, you know... I'm not going to leave the house and we got to stock up on food and this, that, and the other. And that's fine. I'm not saying it's not okay to be prepared. You know what I mean? You need to be prepared. I mean, I went and got stocked up a little bit too. Shout out to uh, SLG Brown for my brother up. You know what I mean? Um, I, I And uh, Coda B, I appreciate y'all and Eric Hills, you know, hooking, hooking me up, man. Um, I got stocked up because, you know, you never know. And being I have these kids, you know, I don't want the stores to run out of stuff, which they are. But it's funny because the only thing they're really running out of is toilet paper. It's like, yo, man, chill out, dude. I know you want your ass to be clean in a time of war and shit. But it's like, yo, like, calm down. I had a friend tell me, though, um, Kimberly Ann, she, she told me that um, people have a scarcity mindset. Most of the time, when we talk about abundant mindset and scarcity mindset, it, it comes from a lot of men, you know, and a lot of, you know, bosses and stuff. But uh, she told me that uh, in this world, we, we have a scarcity mindset because, I mean, the world has enough food to feed everybody three times. There's enough fish in the ocean to feed the world, you know, three times over the entire world. And I thought about that and I was like, you know what? It is a scarcity mindset. When you have that abundant mindset, you know if something goes down, you'll be able to handle it because the opportunities are abundant, you know? They're out there. They don't cease, you know? The world is bigger than our apartment or our house or our block or our city. The world is bigger than what they're telling us through social media and TV and all this other nonsense that they're giving us. A lot of this is a fear tactic, you know? And I'm not saying, like, go out and just, you know, be nasty or disgusting or don't worry about washing your hands or, you know, go in these big crowds and stuff and these big gatherings and stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that in any type of virus, it's cold and flu season, then you need to be doing the same thing you're doing now. So stocking up on the toilet paper. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying necessarily don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. I'm not saying that. 
I'm saying use your logic, use your reason, and use your your spirit, your soul. You know what I mean? Use your feelings. You know, don't let people create a false sense of fear. Because at the end of the day, we live or we die. And I don't want to die. I don't want to suffer. But you can't live in fear just because there's something going on. If that was the case, I wouldn't go out of my house because I'm scared I'm going to get skin cancer from the sun. Or I'm scared I'm going to get lung cancer from the pollutants. Or I'm scared I'm going to get hit by a car. Or I'm scared that somebody's going to roll up on me. We live in Albuquerque, man. You could be chilling at a stoplight and somebody thinks you're looking at them wrong and they could blast your head off, you know? If that was the case, I wouldn't be moving at all. So the hype almost got me, y'all. It almost got me, man. We were in the house for a couple days and then I was like, no, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get out of here. You know, but I want to appreciate the whole shit, the core family for their love and support, because, you know, they were like, yo, man, even though we're in this SK, you know, pandemic, we still got to keep moving. We still got to keep moving. So wherever you're at, man, I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to do the best you can to be smart about your decisions and your actions. And you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving, baby, because when you're stagnant, you die. That's basically what it is. Hey, I want to make a shout out to my boy Lumps One, man. We're supposed to be getting on this music video tip, but you know, this whole pandemic and it being, you know, wintertime has stifled us a little bit. But uh, shout out to Gabriel James Music. Be sure to check him out on Instagram, YouTube, um, everything. I think he has a Snapchat. I don't know. I know he's on TikTok, though, killing the game. So it's like, be sure to check him out. He's got some great music and uh, he's got the live looping, uh, Life of a Live Looper on youtube check it out it's great he's about his health he talks about the superfoods he talks about all sorts of stuff man so be sure to check him out well anyway this is part two of the d brown interview y'all oh my headphones came out hold on a second it's funny because usually i don't use headphones usually i just i'm just on the phone you know <laughs> uh part two of the d brown interview um we're about to make it do what it do you know i i, I bombard him with a bunch of questions because i just like bombarding people to you know kind of test their nuts you know what i mean but hey, i'm gonna tell you man this dude d brown he is a g and um his song is really good i'm about to play it again for you right now good time you need to stream it baby it's a beautiful song and it's the perfect song for this 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 time so um we about to get into it let's run that music Good time. Uh, 
Shit the Core Podcast Part Two of the D Brown interview expose. We just got done talking about Mike and R and all that, and I'm not going to subject you to guys to that. You know what I mean? Just because I know I talk about it so much in these podcasts, but it just it just interests me to see what people think about it. You know what I mean? I haven't heard anybody say anything like really bad about him yet. I think I need to find like a really like white guy and ask. Did you think Michael Jackson did it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay. Somebody that don't like girls. <laughs> so, if you ever listen to my podcast, you guys know that I don't believe in politics. I don't believe in politicians. I think people are neither good nor bad. They're just people. <laughs> and when it comes down to me, if you ever listen, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more conservative than most. You know what I mean? I'm not really this whole, you know, liberal thing. And I'm not going to get into my opinions about you know, liberals and conservatives and this and that. Not yet, you know. But um, right now, Mr. Brown, how do you feel about the state of America? How do you, how, how, how do you feel about it? As a black man with dreadlocks in America, <laughs> how, do, how, how do you feel about it? Well, well for starters, uh, <laughs> I personally don't use the, the dread part of the thing. I just call them locks. Locks? Because the dreadlock thing came from... Rastafarians? Came from Europeans 
okay. saying when they saw these people, us, they were uh, that that they were they they had these dreadful locks on their head. Oh wow! So I, I don't buy into that. Uh, so it's just it's just locks. That's knowledge. That's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just locks. Um, but but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. First, let me say this: Are, are you a supporter of our president? <sighs> Do I look like a supporter of our president? Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna answer these questions because you asked. Me. Are you an American citizen? I am an American. Citizen. So as an American citizen, you you, you love America, right? <laughs> I, you love this country, right? I'm a realist. But you but you're an American, right? This is America. We're Americans. We're not Africans. We're Americans. We're not Black Americans. We're Americans. Well, would you agree? Well, no, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily agree to all of that. I, I feel like uh, the black experience in in America uh, is a very it's very much a subculture of whatever you would consider being an American is. Um, it's it has been a very different experience, uh, and the inability to recognize. And appreciate that in a true sense is the reason we have yet to overcome it. Okay, so back to our president. Back to our president. I, I, I did not and would not vote for Donald Trump. I honestly uh, have, have never liked him. Like, I've always felt like he was somebody that I wasn't a fan of how he did things or how he talked or how he treated people. Uh, and the fact that he was running for president was. I, it seemed like a joke to me. But, yeah. But he's the president, so yeah. Uh, it is what it is, you know. I I I hope that he's not the president in November. That's okay. What I'm now, um, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that really um, and I have a friend. His name's Mike Huff. Um, he was on the podcast. He's a Republican. He's a black man, and um, it's funny because whenever we talk about Trump, he's an avid Trump supporter. And, like, sometimes, like, I can't, a lot of people can't say why they don't like Donald Trump. They'd be like, oh, well, because he said this, or because he said that, or because he asked like this and acts like that. And when you ask Mike about it, he'll be like, well, because he did this, this, and that. He did this law, this was this legislation, this, this, and that. It's very convincing. Um, he has a very convincing argument. He's very educated about, you know, the policies and the procedures and everything that, you know, Mr. Trump has done. So when you say you don't like him, what is the reason why you don't like him? Like, is there a law that he put in place? Is there a legislation? Is it because he did something to throw us off as a people? Like, because to say you don't like him just because he's Donald Trump, in my eyes, it's kind of the same as that European guy saying that he doesn't like you because you have those dreadful locks. Well, <laughs> I just, I, I, I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like all of that is an oversimplification. I know, I know, but and we can't, we can't get into all, all of the detail of everything, but. Uh, you There's like, a lot of reasons that you that you dislike somebody. If if everything that you know about someone uh, over a long period of years mm -hmm. uh, is distasteful to you, then mm -hmm. you don't hang out with them. Okay. Um, yeah, and so for Donald Trump to be someone who, since I was a child, <laughs> has been a distasteful figure in in our our public life for uh, a lot of 
concrete reasons as well as just just being a sort of nasty talker, nasty, nasty, you know, just a kind of not a straight up kind of likable uh, guy who cares about anybody but himself. Mm-hmm. And so if I if I knew him and he acted the way that I've seen him act over the last 20, 30 years, wouldn't I wouldn't be his friend. <laughs> So in the same way, it's really it's really that simple. Like I don't have to I don't have to uh, to have written statements of why I don't. I just, All right, I just, okay, okay. So you you would you would call yourself a Christian Christian guy, right? Yeah, like an avid believer. Right. You're you're a Christian. Like when, 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 you know, President Palpatine comes down and, you know, has that stamp and says like, yo, you gonna put this mark on your head or you're going to starve. You're going to be like, give me liberty and give me death type of thing. Right. Uh, sure. You're like one of those type of guys, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very much a believer in Christ. So okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, you believe in the word. You believe what God says and all that. You know what I, I mean? Okay. So what, 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 is, how do you feel about the political landscape and, and like, you know, because Donald Trump is, he's a Republican, he's a conservative, you know what I mean? And um, being minorities, people always want to group us in as, like, liberals. You know, we all, we, we're, we're always grouped into this, you know, kind of, like, group. You know what I mean? There's a lot of black conservatives out here, you know, and uh, it's kind of going against the social narrative, you know. Where does your beliefs and 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 your values what do you believe you know what i mean like as being a minority and being a a, a believer in the gospel where, where do you stand I, I, how I, do you balance it out i believe that no matter what goes on in the world no matter who's president no matter uh what happens that i don't put my trust in anybody in anybody but christ I don't put my trust in the government. I'm not hoping for, you know, uh, some politician to fix all the problems in the world. But um, when I think about religion, uh, when I think about Christ, not Christianity as we've put it, not not this sort of uh, political machine that is considered Christianity in this country, but just Christ and studying the things that he actually did when he was on the earth, uh, I feel like I've got to be for helping people that are struggling. I've got to be for taking care of old people. Mm -hmm. I've got to be for, uh, you know, figuring out how to do the most good for those that are struggling. I have to do it. And... You know, I, I, there, there are a lot of things uh, on both sides that I fully have issues with and I disagree with a lot on, on both sides. But uh, the last votes that I made uh, were based on uh, making sure people that didn't have a safety net were taken care of by this wealthy country. And I think I think that way because I'm a Christian, not the other way around. I got you. That's a good answer, man. That's a real good answer. Do you sometimes have to make the hard decisions because of it? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of of hard decisions, you know, that you have to make being a Christian because the cultures don't match up. 
like our culture doesn't match up with the world's culture, you know what I mean? And sometimes you got to make that hard decision to be like, you know, no, it's not right. right. This is not right. You but, know what I mean? But but here's the thing. But here's the thing. I think that the where we get where we get off track mm-hmm. is we've we've figured out these things that we said aren't right that we feel like aren't right. And I didn't say it. No, no, no. I didn't say it. I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about you specifically. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm just saying. Well, it's not about figuring what's right and what's wrong. Like we we have a a guide to tell us what's right okay. and what's wrong. Okay. I so it's no, you know what I mean. There's no doubt about it. If it's this, if this says it's right, then it's right. If this is wrong, it's wrong. And you, being the believer that you are, sometimes you have to be like, that's wrong. But <sighs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I, I get I get what you're saying now. Yeah. And and I I don't disagree with that. But but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Knowing right and wrong is not our purpose in the earth. Okay. Declaring right and wrong is not our purpose in the in the earth. Ooh. Our purpose in the earth is to point people to Christ. That's really it. And we've overcomplicated it. Yeah. We've very much overcomplicated and we've done it a lot of times with ill intent. And all these people that feel like Christianity and other religions are being used to control people and whatever, it's true. It ain't because of Christ though, it's because of us. Yeah. And we take this we take this this book that is supposed to teach us uh how to live, but we're it's teaching us how to live in a life and relationship being led by Christ. And you can't expect somebody who has not received Christ and is not allowing Christ to lead their life uh, to follow those things at all. So our job isn't to say, you're wrong, you're going to hell. Christ didn't really do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Our job is to say, whatever, whatever position you find yourself in, whatever things you're doing or not doing, Christ is still for you. And if we do that, then it's his job to do the rest. We can't expect somebody that's not a believer to follow things that are in our, our book of beliefs. Um, and, and even though in my mind, it's, it is the only truth in the earth, Christ is the point, not me. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. I want you to meet Christ. How can I get there? And it's not by telling you you're going to hell. It's not. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. D. Brown in the building, baby. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say, man. I, I honestly I honestly <laughs> wanted to talk about this this single and this record. <laughs> <laughs> We really haven't talked about it much, uh, but uh, you know, you keep throwing these hard questions at me, and you're gonna catch me up eventually. But uh, I'm, I'm holding on it so far. Um, what, what, well, I got one more question for you, and this is this is no crazy stuff. Um, I really believe that people are people, and um, the one thing I really can't say about you. Is that like you're one of the blackest people I've ever met? <laughs> However, I feel like you're like Will Smith. Like you know, you know, like you like watch a movie with Will Smith in it, and like he's not really black or white; he's just Will Smith. That's kind of how you are. 
It's just like D Brown. You know what I mean? You know, you don't like have like a stereotype, you know? But being that way except, except for these dreadlocks. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> I met some cold cold people with some dreadlocks, bro. You know what I mean? Some doctors with some dreadlocks, you know. But like um my last question is this. As a people, as a whole, what can we do to to come together to relate to each other and real and to help us realize that, you know, we're all humans, you know, and that's what the whole point of the podcast is, is to talk about, you know, these issues that, you know, like, I mean, sometimes people don't talk about these issues, you know, sometimes people feel uncomfortable talking about these issues. And I think that if people don't talk about the issues the way they feel, then whenever you're closer together, because everybody's has different opinions, but we all have the same goal. We all just want to be happy and secure. How can we, you know, break down the walls and actually like make this happen as a human race? Well, I think we have to really, really take ownership of our failures. Just like any other relationship, uh, if you're dating somebody and you've messed up, you really have to own it in order to make the next step of fixing it. Have you ever been in that situation where you've been in a relationship and some things that went down and you had to take ownership of it? I definitely have, and, and uh, as mentioned before, we're not going to necessarily get into all of that. No, I wasn't being specific. I was just asking, like, in your life, maybe in high school or something, you know, maybe when you're in college, you I know. Definitely, I definitely have, you know, and, and, and as a as a country, especially as it pertains to uh, race relations and things like that, we have to really, really, really sit in it for a while. We've got all these people who feel like racism is over. We had a black president stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. The only reason it's still a thing is that we're talking about it. It's like, no, it was very recent. A lot of these things happen in the lifetime of our parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we're not past it because we haven't truly owned it. Mm-hmm. And when we truly own it and we truly actually do something to fix it, uh, then it can be fixed. But we're, we're getting to a point now where we're just going to move on. Um, and the moving on is what is what we can't do. So even this album that I'm making is a matter of making the points uh, that still need to be addressed and speaking it out in uh, as much love as we can. You know, it's not a matter. It's not a it's not a thing of um, being hateful in return. That's not that's not really black people's thing. Like we just that's not really what we do. We do want to actually once and for all really address everything and really have real solutions. You know, we're not, uh, the, our, the position that we're in uh, as far as uh, the numbers and economics and in poverty and those kinds of things, they're not just happenstance. There's reasons and there's intentional things for hundreds of years, uh, even since slavery, that have been done uh, to ensure that that was the case. So we have to own that fully as a nation officially and put something in place to fix it retroactively. Um, and uh, if, if we do that, there can be harmony, there can be equality, uh, but we can't just say you're free now, stop talking about it. D Brown in the building. Dr. D. Brown. <laughs> hey, man, I want to thank you for coming by and, and, and chopping it up with me and, 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 you know, answering them hard questions, man. 
Before we go, where can they find a single? <laughs> you can find a single. It's called Good Time, uh, and it's uh, it'll be everywhere. Music is sold on January 20th and then thereafter. That's what's up, man. Anything else you want to say to the people? Yeah, look me up on Instagram at, at D the Musician. That's D E E the Musician. Also on Facebook under my name D E E Brown. Um, and uh, follow me. See what's going on. Uh, get you know free things and uh, D the Musician is my website. Uh, and yeah, download the music, listen to it, tell your friends. When's the Rival album coming out? That's a good question. Uh, we'll have to get uh, ML on here with me and we, <laughs> we can hash that out together. <laughs> D Brown in the building, baby. <laughs> we out. <laughs>
I got Alex Marshall in the building, man. I got uh, Shelby in the building. Uh, Shelby the trainer. That's what we're going to call her. She hot too, man. So I got her. Um, we got some uh, some more episodes coming on. And um, we got enough material that last us through the quarantine, you know, of the T-virus. So um, one thing I just want to tell you guys, yo, be prepared. Don't be anxious. You know, and uh, if you do have faith, keep the faith, man. You know, I want to make a shout out to my pastor, Pastor Steve Smotherman. He kept the doors of the church open. He did not care. He preached his message. He said that we will not be ruled by fear. And I really think that was a really great and honorable thing. So shout out to Legacy Church. That's my home church. I love y'all. And um, shout out to everybody else that's out there that's in the quarantine, man, that's really feeling it. I know they shut down the schools for three weeks. And thank God that God blessed me with uh, <laughs> a three-week leave of absence so I could take care of these kids. And uh, Xbox One, shout out to um code of b for the xbox one anyway <laughs> i want to thank all y'all be sure to check out all the pages kimberly ann's got some new music coming out eric hills is in the building he's got his video out still on youtube um be sure to check out sld brown's photographs you can get her at sld brown on instagram she posts some beautiful pictures on her on instagram you know what i mean shout out to mac boogie and uh the whole shit the core family and i want to make a shout out to um you know alex marshall mike huff you know mr hater everybody you guys have a wonderful week and uh don't stress it later <laughs>